This is Channel Attitude. Your voice, your right, your freedom. Oh shit! It's Vince Russo! Vince McMahon's best kept secret. I am the anti-Christ of professional wrestling. David Arquette won the world title. I've got a wife, three kids at home, and I really don't need this shit. How can this show be so awful, Mr. McMahon? I didn't think it was. The angle of the pole match. And Hogan, you big bald son of a bitch, kiss my ass. Judy Bagwell on a forklift match. McMahon is the family, the rock, they screwed us all. Now you're the editor, right? Yes, I am. I'm from New York. I'll get down right nasty. This is Vince Russo's The Brand. Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to Castrating the Marks. I am this Vince Russo. This is Jerry Lane. And today... We are going to slice, we are going to dice some marks. Man, I had to, uh, I had a little Vic. You know, bro, I, I, I'm, I'm, reading a, uh, I'm reading an article today on Wrestling Inc. And, and, and why all these idiots interview Dave Meltzer is the biggest mystery in the world to me. So there, Meltzer's talking about, you know, I guess they had a big blood and guts match at AEW, Jeff, where, you know, they they uh, brought out the bed of nails and all this shit. And, and Meltzer is writing this off as evolution. Now, Jeff, I got to explain to you, when I was in uh, WWE, WCW, TNA, from the, you know, the 90s through early 2012, okay? Jeff, did I not have the option to pull out a Beto Nails at any time if I wanted to? Bro, you didn't do stuff like that because you weren't an idiot. Yeah, the, the, the fact that they're using a bed of nails and, oh, bro, he goes, that's evolution in 1929. They were using this move and then this move went to that move and that move went to this move. And I'm like, bro, a bed of nails was available to me in 1990, in 2000, in 2010. I never used anything like that, bro, because it's pro wrestling bro and i wasn't into trying to get these guys hurt or injured but the the idea bro that you're gonna write that off to evolution because these freaking morons are are instituting all this shit into their matches and tony khan's sitting there with his head up his ass and everything's okay bro that's not evolution that, that that's you are placating to the marks and you've done everything they've seen everything so you got to keep up in the game up in, that's not evolution that's that's the the tail wagging the dog and you're an effing idiot bro that is not evolution bro bro can you imagine if the uh, baseball we the, the pitches decide okay bro every every batter that steps up to the plate now we're, we're just gonna throw a hundred mile an hour fastball to his head that, that that's gonna be the evolution of baseball 
I, bro, the, 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 the way they use Evan, ev- evolution as a way to cover that they've lost control. That's what this is all about, bro. This is about losing control. You gave into your audience. We said this years ago, bro, years ago. Evolution. Give me a freaking break, bro. Well, I wonder if you would call this evolution because this is from that, the blood and guts. This is after it went off the air. So this was not even televised. Uh, This was sent in by Emmanuel Batista and Nicholas Baresi. So check this out. Is this evolution? This Kota Ibushi. There's thumbtacks on the mat. Is he gonna eat him? Is he gonna eat him? He just takes he, he takes a bump in the thumbnacks. That's evolution. Thumbtacks off the air. Yeah. Why? That's evolution. It's evolution. Look at that. All I mean, yeah, people do this in matches all the time for the match on TV. Yeah, Why are we doing bro, this off the air? Oh, they're, 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 they're brain dead. Like they're, 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 something's wrong with them mentally, bro. Seriously. Like these guys, you know, bro, listen, I was always a fan of John Moxley, but bro, l- l- let's be honest. The guy has an issue with blood. I, I mean, he it might is, be an addiction. You yeah. Know? That's, that's what I'm saying, bro. That, that is that one thousand percent and all i could say bro is like literally man go to a shrink go to a psychiatrist figure it out bro because if if you're constantly 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 self-mutilating your stuff that means you like it and that means you're addicted to it and that means that you have a problem and you know what bro if you do get some help but it's not evolution bro one thing our listeners are good at is finding out information that we don't have. We will talk about things. We wish we knew this, or we don't know that, or we speculate. And sooner or later, one of our listeners is going to supply us with that information. Well, Chris sent this in and he hoped this information would make you feel a little better about making fun of Hollywood. Just plain Chris. This just plain. It just, Chris. Said, it just said Chris. Is it Chris with a C Chris with a K with just a plain Chris. Oh, okay. This is interesting. Let's see it. So he found this tweet from Hollywood two years ago on her birthday. Happy birthday to me. Hello, 29, which means she is 31. No way. No way, bro. No freaking way. Uh, Bro, I'm thinking this girl's 21. I thought she was very young as well. No way, bro. Unless she's lying, she's currently 31 years old. I don't know why she would lie. Oh, my God. God, bro, you know I'm very good with ages, bro. I'm usually within three years. I am shocked by that. So am I. Yeah, I, I thought she was a lot younger than that. Oh, my God, bro. Bro, that's around the age I was when I started at WWE. Yeah, so maybe you can feel a little better now. <laughs> oh, I do. That makes me feel a lot better. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Chris, because every time she, she she's on this show – I am going to bring up her age now. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you sent me a tweet of hers about The Undertaker. So she Bro, had t- come on, Jeff. Come, I, look, come I, on. I don't have an issue with this. So I, I don't know. I don't see something wrong with this. Maybe I'm missing something. So she tweeted that you sent me. For those that were kids seeing The Undertaker, what was your theory on him? I remember as a kid, I legit thought he was dead the entire time and would just come back to life to wrestle. I thought after the match, he went back to being dead. Bruh, LOL. I mean, she could have been five or six. Come on, Jeff, come on. 
Jeff, come on, come on, Jeff, stop, come on, bro, really? really how, old, bro? how old is she talking here? When she was like five, you know? Unbelievable. All right, what's next, Jeff? This is unbelievable. Uh oh. We have a Nick Houseman tweet, Ronaldo Piven. Ah, damn it! I hate when you say tweet and not video. Well, we have video coming up. Okay, Ronaldo. Could we just refer to him as Ronaldo going forward? Yeah, yeah, uh, we could do that. All right, go ahead, bro. So this was sent in by Willie and the Green Guy. By the way, if you guys know each other, that'd be a good band name if you guys can play. That's a great name, Willie and the Green Guy. Willie I love that, guy. bro. I love that. So Houseman tweets, I just got the weirdest email that I've ever received. And he puts the email out there. Hello, Nick Houseman. I was just wondering if you could go into detail about getting stink faced by Rikishi. The context of how and why it happened, specifically how it was discussed that you would be taking one. It has always been a dream of mine since I was a kid watching the WWE to receive a stink face from Rikishi. Who was it? I know it's one of you. I know this is one of you. Uh, one- that, that, bro, that's what I was going to say because yes. this is 1,000% sarcastic, and you know the dude's taking it seriously That because this was a moment. Yeah, it was on his bucket list, remember? <laughs> I, I have no doubt this is Wait, one did of he, you guys. Did he answer it? He, If he did, he didn't put it in the tweet. So oh, I, I yeah, know. no, that that is something that is a thousand percent sarcastic and he thinks it's serious, bro. Yeah, and I would bet everything I have that whoever did that is listening to this show oh, right now. God, bro. All right, I'm going to put this to rest. I'm going to put this to bed because we have another fart or not from Lions, Tigers, Bears, and Head. And this one was before you came on the show this week because you were running. Aha! So it's one of you two. It was just me and Al. And Vince, I heard it. I remembered it when, like, I made a mental note when we were recording because it was so loud in my ear. And it happened twice. I'm like, that's it. That's the noise. So I'm going to play it for you. Now, once I had um, evened out all the audio, it's not as loud as it was in my ear. I have no doubt this is not a fart. It's got to be a phone. It came in my ear. I'm assuming it's from Al. I don't know where else it would be coming from. But this was sent in by Rob. You know, well, you know, you should do this. You should do that. And I get that. I, you know, it's easy for me to sit here and critique when I'm not in the moment and in the situation. Yeah, no, bro. That's almost like a busy signal. That's definitely not a fart. Yeah, but it's the same noise. That, Let, I know you don't like to play things on the Al show before this show, but make a note that we play that the following week for him and get down to the bottom of what that is. But I remember hearing that live. Yeah, no, that, yeah, yeah, bro. Uh, yeah. So I, I don't know if if his phone is ringing while he's on the show. I, I don't know what it, I don't know if it's coming through his computer. I don't think it's my computer because I think I it's coming it. through his, his computer. Maybe that's the sound when he gets an email or something. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, uh, no, that's definite. I think, definite. We, I that's think we can e- put that to rest. Yeah. That's uh, <laughs> that's an easy non fart, bro. Well, we know Vince McMahon is bringing mustaches back in style. It must be a thing now. Cause check out this video sent in by a Gabe tough as we now have somebody else with a mustache. The time to panic if you're a Knight <laughs> fan who isn't at this no. point. Oh that my WWE- god, bro! This guy's almost. This guy's pushing sixty, and for the first time in his life, he's growing up here to have a mustache. That is incredible! Oh my god, bro! Holy shit! How old is Wade Kelly? He's got a week of Wikipedia. Look it up real quick. I, I think he's. 
might just have turned 50 recently. Well, no, he's older than that, bro. He's not as old as me, but he's older yeah, than he's that. He's 52. He's 52. 52, and he was just able to grow a mustache. That's tremendous. Good for him, bro. Good for him. And how can we never get Wade Keller clips like this? <laughs> we do have another Wade Keller clip. Yeah, guys, start sending it. And what happened to Johnson and the other guy fell off the map, bro? Are you kidding me? Actually, I checked my email before I came on here, and I saw submissions that have Johnson and Cher in it. Now, they didn't make it for this week, so they'll be in the pool for next week. So Yeah, guys, please, man. If you got Wade Keller audio when he does the impressions, we ha- if we have video of that and you guys aren't showing me that, are you nuts? That's tremendous, bro. That is, that is tremendous, bro. I guess the Tony Khan stunner clip made its rounds again this week because i got a lot of submissions with that but yeah uh, i saw i saw it on my timeline bro yeah we we had that on years ago guys i don't remember what episode it was but we have definitely uh looked at that clip right whenever it happened it was probably whenever it happened it it, uh i'm pretty sure it was probably the first year of aew yeah that that took place all right let's go to a dave Meltzer tweet this was sent in by daniel solis and by the way daniel I, i he must have had a submission make the show before then I pronounced his name wrong. So he let, me know, he let me know how to correctly pronounce it. Please do that, guys. I don't want to be pronouncing anybody's name wrong. So if I'm pronouncing your name wrong, let me know. But this was sent in by Daniel. Meltzer tweets. Actually, it started with somebody tweeting Meltzer. How can you say what a good or bad match is when you've never worked a day in the business in your life? Yeah. How, how can you tell what a good or bad match is when you've never had one? So Dave replies. You do realize Vince McMahon was never in the ring until his mid-50s. But a better example is, have you ever been in a restaurant twice in a week and liked the food in one place more than the other? Wouldn't that be in two restaurants, not in a restaurant twice? So his example doesn't make sense. But anyway, have you been in a restaurant twice in a week and liked the food in one place more than the other? How could you if you've never worked as a chef? Only chefs could possibly know if food tasted good. Wait, hit hit me with that whole thing again, because he he always loses me. Hit me with that again. Yeah, the first response was, you do realize Vince McMahon was never in the ring until he was in his mid-50s. Bro, I do want to say something about that, bro. I swear to God, Jeff. Now, maybe it was different with Ross. Maybe it was different with Bruce. I can't speak when they had private conversations. Bro, when, when, when I was with Vince and we were booking... Bro, Vince never talked about matches. Like, uh, if a match took place, Vince would never say that was a great match or that match was the shits. Vince never talked to me about the actual matches, bro. Like I said, maybe he had those conversations with the agents. We never, ever, ever talked about specific matches in, 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 in the booking meetings. So I just want to get that clear. Vince McMahon wasn't sitting in booking matches talking about who was having five-star matches. So I, I don't even understand what 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 the what what he's trying to suggest here. So his other example was, well, how could you know if food tastes good if you're not a chef? Only chefs could know if food tastes good. So you can't review a restaurant's food, is what he's saying, and say if it's good or not if you if you're not a chef. Bro, first of all, he, he, here's the difference. And I got I got to give credit where credit is due, Jeff. He has been correcting himself lately 
because people have been all over his ass. Okay, bro, when you read a restaurant review and when you read a movie review, okay, you know that that is the opinion of the movie reviewer and the food critic. You know that. So I can't tell you how many times, you know, I want to go see a movie. Well, you know, the, the you know, the, 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 the critics are saying this about the movie. Well, that, that's fine. That doesn't mean I'm not going to like the movie. The problem with Meltzer all these years has been he states his opinion as if it's fact. That that's always been the freaking issue. He has never said till lately. Well, it's it's it, it, it's an opinion. He just started saying that, bro, because I think, you know, now he's starting to get criticized very heavily. But that's the difference, bro. You you think if, if a food critic hates the food at a certain place, like I believe that food is the shit because he, he, sa- he says it he says it is. All right. Let's go to Tony Khan scrum question. This was sent in by Riff. Wilfredo Quinones and Khan, I think, has asked a good question here at the Scrum, if you can believe that. John Albafide, Tony, you said before that there are different expectations for Ring of Honor versus AW, and that was in reference to the pay-per-view buys. I understand that, but it got me thinking, now that we're a year into this year, uh, based on the pay-per-view a year ago, what are your expectations for this brand? And saying this bluntly, but not in a negative sense necessarily, what is the point of Ring of Honor in the grand sphere of all this wrestling? That's, that's a that, that that is an absolutely. I, 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 can I answer that for Tony Khan? Yeah, you answer it first. Yeah, I, 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 I'll tell you what he's not going to say. I bought Ring of Honor to be even more over with the marks. I mean, that, that bro, that's the only reason he brought Ring of Honor. Only reason or he assumed it was going to be picked up by TBS and TNT. Those are the only two reasons. And I don't even think it's that, bro, because he doesn't give a shit about money. I think it was to be even more over with the marks. And as a matter of fact, Jeff, somebody smartened me up today. Think about if I would have done this. Think about if Vince Russo would have done this. Bro, there was a tax spot on the last Ring of Honor. Bro, wasn't Ring of Honor with the old handshake and and uh, competition and this and that? Now, now we're doing thumbtacks. Can you imagine if I would have done that, bro? In Ring of remember what Ring of Honor yep. used to be, bro? We shake hands before the match. We shake hands after the match. Now with Tony Khan, they're they're doing thumbtacks, but that that's okay, bro. But let let's hear his response. Point of Ring of Honor in the grand sphere of all this wrestling that's going on. Ring of Honor is a great wrestling promotion. It's uh, got a different mission. It's got a different audience than AEW. It's maybe more focused to a hardcore audience, and I can do things programmed to the hardcores and deliver the kind of wrestling that I know a hardcore fan is going to want to see. I think AEW speaks to maybe a broader, definitely a bigger and broader worldwide audience. Wait, is he saying he could do more hardcore stuff in Ring of Honor than the blood and guts thing we just saw? Yeah, I don't think he means hardcore in a normal hardcore wrestling what, sense. I think he means die hard for the marks, like what you had said, to get over with the marks. So doing 
the style of wrestling that these well, internet marks like. I bro, think that's what he means. Bro, trust me. I'm not going to watch an AEW show and a Ring of Honor show to see if they're similar. So, like, whatever. Bro, he's full of shit. He brought Ring of Honor to be over with the freaking marks. Remember, bro, remember that? Remember, remember when he made the announcement on TV? Remember, bro, we now oh I I now own Ring of Honor. It was something like that. Yeah, That's it was one of it was one of his big announcements. Yeah, bro, it's 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 all it's all freaking little man syndrome, ego driven bullshit, bro. That's what it, 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 it that's what it's all about. All right, let's go to some Meltzer tweets. These were sent in by Trent Arnold, Neil Danson, Charlie Thornton, and Chris. So it starts off with this, Jim. Word to the wise. Don't use the word marks. I saw this. There's about a 95% correlation between people who use the word. Heel pro wrestlers exempted. That's part of their lingo, not yours. And stupid takes. There's a 95% correlation between people who use the word marks and stupid takes. Sad part is for the other 5%, everyone just automatically assumes it. So for you other 5%, steer clear of that word. For most of you, God bless you. Give me, break, break, break that down for me in English, please, Jeff. What, 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 what is he saying here? Because I, I don't know what he's saying. 95% of the people Who that use the, the term marks have stupid takes on wrestling. What 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 is what what does being a mark have anything to do with wrestling? We're, we're talking about the people that watch wrestling. We're not talking about wrestling or the wrestlers. We're talking about those that watch it and talk about it and report on it. So what what does it even have to do with that? Does he even realize how many people in the business use that word? Oh, my God. Yeah, he realizes it, bro, and he can't stand it and he can't stomach it because he's been called that a billion times throughout his entire career, bro. That, that, that that's, that's his Vince Russo killed WCW. So somebody replied to Dave. Oh, God. Why, why would you even try, bro? This person, Patrick, says, you are the epitome of the word mark. Your entire career is based off being a mark. Your entire existence <laughs> is based off being a mark. What? That is 1,000% true. I'm not even talking shit. Just get over yourself already. You started a fan magazine, got yep. lucky, and yep. now think you're this almighty authority on the business. Bro, he didn't even get lucky. Nobody was doing what he was doing. So so there was there was a need for that and there was an audience for that. So it wasn't even luck. It was really the fact that he was the first one to do it. Dave replies to this guy, not wasting my time. And then he goes on to waste his time. So I don't know why he even said that. Right, right. Not wasting my time. But inherently, I couldn't be. Here's why. The definition is someone who is conned out of money. Now, I could be the guy who swindles the marks if I had no respect for my customers, but they are customers, and I have great respect for them. The mark is the one who loses their money, not the one who builds a 40-plus-year successful business. Bro, bro, pop up the definition of mark. Can I please see where, where the definition of mark is somebody that gets conned out of money? Well, it, it, didn't it come from the the carnivals games yeah but just look up mark a person who is easily deceived or taken advantage of that's yeah, what he's that, going that's through. not somebody that was conned out of money 
That's what he's using, though. Yeah, and but it's not. So right, right there, you're full of shit, bro. Bro, Jeff, I'm going to ask you one simple question, and you ask me the same question, and th- and then we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna put that question to Dave Meltzer. Here's the question, Jeff: Would you be putting all your time into what you and I do if you weren't getting paid? No. Okay, ask me that question. Would you be putting all the time into what we do if you weren't getting paid? Absolutely not. Would Dave Meltzer be doing the same exact thing if he weren't getting paid? Absolutely 1,000% yes. That's why he is a freaking mark, bro. It's, It's not a job. It's not a livelihood. He would not be able to literally, bro, live without it. That is why he is a mark. And he's also using like a legitimate definition from, you know, the 1920s or whenever this started with carnivals. I don't know whenever it started. It's an old word, right? But the word has evolved in wrestling. It means that's why this show is called what it is. It has a different meaning now. He could not inherently possibly be a mark. No, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. All right. Let's go to a Ronaldo. Piven video promo. Yes! How? Why do I got to wait 26 minutes into the show, bro? Try to mix things up. Spread, I spread, spread. I love this. I love bounce this. Bounce around between different people. So this was sent in by both Matthew Ortiz and Juan GD. And hopefully I pronounced that right. This is an actual Ronaldo Piven wrestling promo. You know, coming up is a little show called Ring Wars. And uh, Ring Wars, the elite have been challenged to a match by Al Snow's fat buddy Rikishi. What they want I can't understand why Rikishi would pull his pants completely down and stick Nick's head in his bare ass. I mean he just called the guy fat. Yeah, yeah. You know what they want to do is they want to do a little three on three elimination match. Our team versus theirs. And you know what? We couldn't be any more excited about it. The elite, we are stoked to kick your fat ass straight into the ground, Rikishi. And you know what? Our captain, every, our team every, captain. Every pro- single word of this promo is 1,000% cliche. Every He has not, so far, he has not said one original thing other than what he's seen on television for the past 20 years. Wrestling Blitz champion Ryan Slade, he found out that if we, for some reason, lose this match, well, Al Snow's going to get a shot at him in December. And that's just not going to happen. So I'll throw out a little stip of my own, Al. I'll throw out this stip. I'll say that if my team, the Elite, beat Rikishi and his band of fat little losers, then you, Al, you never get a shot at the Blitz World title again, ever. Not as long as I we want to have the Red I, Rope. I, I, I want, please put this on the Al list. <laughs> Because I am going to hammer Al. I am going to say that this is, these are the type of people you're in angles with, Al. Like, really, bro? This, this, this type of person you're in wrestling angles with. Please, bro. Al's going to get punished for this. It's closed, okay? The party's over for you. It's one last call for alcohol. So finish your whiskey and beer, Al, because you're done. Go back to making B-movies. Go back to being the smartest man in the business who's not on television, because that's all you're going to be, Al. Because come Ring Wars, 
when Rikishi puts together his team of three and Slade has his together, like oh. you, you, you need to start over at that point. If you flub a word that bad, redo it. I'm What's just, it? I'm just trying to think. What? When did Al ever drink whiskey and beer? Yeah, Al, Al of all people, bro, is freaking in the gym twenty four hours a day. Like I never knew Al. Well, but he's ahead. quoting Let's... a line to a song. That's a line to a closing. That's a, time. a line to what song? Closing time. One last. Call oh call, God, bro! Beer. That's what I said. Did I not yeah. say, bro? There's not one original line yeah. in this in this gimmick. Because come ring wars, when Rikishi puts together his team of three and Slade has his team of the elite. You guys don't stand a chance, Al. You don't stand a chance in the world. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He flubbed that, and then he tried to say it again using his flub, like he did it on purpose. Listen. They're his team of three, and Slade has his team of the elite. You guys don't stand a chance, Al. You don't stand a chance in the world. It was an edit there. He did edit something out. I don't know. It looked weird. You don't stand a chance. This is the guy that's uh, allowed in AEW scrums. That guy. That guy, yeah. bro. Yeah. Yes. All right. We're going to go to a Tony Khan video from the Dan Liebertard show where we had a clip from this last week. This was sent in by SJ Dub Gimmick, and they were talking about Fulham football. But Saudi Arabia is now a, t- uh, a real presence in world football, and they're buying players very aggressively. What are your thoughts on Saudi Arabia being this aggressive? That's amazing. I think if you have enough money. I swear to God, bro, this guy, back back up for a second. Jeff, is it me? Is he not starting to look more and more like freaking E.T.? (laughs) I mean, bro, look, look, if you had E.T. side by side, this dude, bro, is getting more and more freakier looking by the freaking minute, bro. And he's not blinking again. So this, this, this may. Somebody sent me a picture today and said, "Bro, if this is not AI Tony, I, I don't, I don't know what is." His eyes are wide open. Thoughts on Saudi Arabia being this aggressive? That's amazing. I think if you have enough money, you can get away with anything, including murder. <laughs> Ooh, I bet I, I better be careful, bro. Holy shit! Whoa, that, that, that's what I was thinking. You know, is this a shot at Saudi Arabia because of that journalist and WWE's working with him? So that's his little shot, or is that a hidden message to you, Vince? I think it could be both. I think it could <laughs> definitely be both, bro. He's basically saying I I got enough money to get away with murder. Whoa! I can't believe he went there. Let's go to a Nick Ronaldo Piven Houseman tweet. This was sent in by both the green guy and Chris. So he had tweeted or quote tweeted something about how WWE had set a record for their attendance or either either attendance or money drawn in Mexico. So Houseman tweets, pro wrestling records are being broken on the reg these days. I guess, is that new slang instead of on the regular, you say on the reg? Yeah, reg okay. on the reg. Yeah. yeah, so they're being broken on the reg these days. If we aren't in a boom period, we're on the cusp of one. I tend to think we are fully in that boom. Yeah, that was the same. But was in a how, when, when was, uh, who, who was the guy, when was Matt Coon talking about that, that boom period five years ago? Yeah, it was, yeah, at least two years ago, three, maybe. Uh, five years ago, bro. It was when AEW first started, he was talking about the boom period of wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're always on the cusp. I was just looking at the Monday Night Raw rating. 
And the Monday, I'm not talking about SmackDown now, the Monday Night Raw rating was down from the same week last week. Where's the boom, bro? Like, seriously, where, where, where is the boom? Well, if, you're, if, if I'm going year to year and you had a higher rating the same week last year, where is the boom? It's the bubble. I, I don't know. They must not pay attention to anything else. Yeah. But it's clear. We've discussed this numerous times. Just walk, walk around in 1999 and look at people's T-shirts in public and do it now and see how many wrestling shirts you see now compared to then. I mean, it's it's that simple. I don't see one. No, but they were everywhere. One. They were everywhere. everywhere. Yep. Did you ask for a video of Tony Khan dancing? Yes. Okay, good. Because Michael Krause delivered. <laughs> <laughs> So somebody filmed this in the crowd. I don't know if Mike, Michael has been to shows and he sent us his own videos before. So I don't know if he's the one that actually filmed this or not. But uh, this was while at the end of a match and the wrestler's music was playing and they caught Tony Khan behind the curtain dancing. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. One more time. Yes. He's got to be high, bro. He's got to he's, he's gotta be high, man. He's, he's, he's got to be high. He's got, I can't wait, bro. I cannot wait. He, bro, listen. Tony Khan overpays everybody. He gives everybody a job, okay? I can't wait till the first person like doesn't get a contract renewal or something. I can't wait till they start spilling the tea on Tony Khan. You you think this show is over now? You wait till wrestlers who stop working for AEW start talking about Tony Khan at after parties and you yeah, remember it happened with big swole. He was my friend smoking weed with me yeah, and now you, he doesn't return you my calls. Guys, wait, you ain't seen nothing because it's going to happen, bro. All right, let's go to a Dave Meltzer tweet that was sent in by DJ White Sox. So first Meltzer puts out a tweet. AEW did 953,000, 0.34 last night. So somebody replies to this. What does this translate to if you factor in the loss of homes? He has conditioned these people to ask this question. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So he replies 1.217 million and a 0. 0.44 in 2019. And I'll have a 2022 comparison in the issue. So this is now a thing they're doing. Oh this is now God, a thing bro, where whenever please. the number comes down, we're going to say what it was in 2019 yeah. and then in 2022. Bro, we're so over. We're like, like, we're just so over and so past the ratings that never grow. Like, please, bro, just stop wasting my time. So uh, th- this is how he conditions his sheep. Right. That, I mean, that that was it. You saw it right there. We've yeah. been laughing at this for how long? Now they are asking the question. Oh well, there's loss of homes, Dave. So yeah. What, oh, what would yeah. that? What would that be? Yeah. All right. Let's go to a. Well, this video is actually put out by AEW's Rush, but of course Tony Khan's in the video. This is him signing his AEW contract. And this was sent in by both Scott Smith and Kevin Gordon. Thank you. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to pause it right there. Look at that head of hair. God. 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Right here. I'm AW Barrels. Yeah, bro. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to smarten everybody up to a new discovery uh, I found out there. And you too, Jeff. You got to watch this. I'm going to tie this in, okay? Bro, I... I stumbled across this YouTube site, okay? And it's called, uh, if you guys go on YouTube YouTube, and you go to My House is Dirty, okay? Go to My House is Dirty. Jeff, it's these two guys in Houston, uh, early early 20s. Uh, one, one is named Dirty. That's his name. And the, the other one is named Red. Okay, Jeff? You, because you guys will appreciate that from this show, Jeff. All they do is they go around to every Walmart, Home Depot, Kroger's, and prank people. And Jeff, they'll go into Home Depot and they will wear Walmart uniforms and act like they're working at Home Depot. And the people think they're working at Home Depot. And this one guy read Jeff. He's a short, stocky guy who's freaking hysterical. And this is his line. Like he'll he'll have the Walmart shirt and he's working at Home Depot. And this is the line he had. He says to everybody, I'm a worker, sir. And, and bro, they think he's working there. And bro, but here here's the greatest thing. So, Jeff, here's the amazing thing. They continue on with the prank until it gets to let's go outside. Like, and they'll get right up in their face, like, like they're out of their freaking minds. Okay, but Jeff, here's here's the double prank. Bro, you gotta see this guy red. He's freaking hysterical. So, bro, they'll go through this whole prank. It almost turns into a fight. The, bro, then the managers are called in, and they're 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 convincing the managers that they work there. Oh, they're convincing the ma- the manager should just be fired for that immediately. Yeah, exactly, bro. That. They convince the managers that they work there. So, bro, the the best part is when they get to the end of the bit, they let the guys know. Look, there's the camera. It was a prank. And, bro, what they do a lot of the times is. They'll buy the people's shit. So, like, after they prank them, they'll they'll say, listen, we're going to buy whatever's in your cart or whatever. But, bro, here's the double. Here's the double. So, bro, this red who's a short, stocky guy with this big belly, bro, he'll, he'll, he'll take his shirt off and prank. Like, bro, I, this is like a modern-day freaking Abbott and Costello. These two guys are brilliant. So, Jeff, when they tell him, you know, it was a prank, this, that, and the other thing, right? Red says, come on, man, let, let me give you a hug. Bro, he won't let go with a hug. He will, <laughs> then the other guy will go around dirty. He'll go around and say, man, I think he's crying. Is he, is he crying? And bro, he won't let go of the hug. And the, and the, the person receiving the hug, like, does not know what to do. Bro, you guys, guys, trust me on this. My house is dirty. I, bro, these guys are so brilliant. That I tried contacting them through their YouTube. So I got to have them on the show. I got to have them on the show. But yeah, check it out, bro, because you'll you'll appreciate the hugs. Let me let me watch this one more time. Bro. Yeah, and also listen to what Tony says at the end because, of course, he's got to say something in uh, Spanish. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Right here, I'm Eduardo Perros. Numero uno, bro. 
what what was that on? Do we know? That guy tweeted it. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, so he, there there's his ET finger. I mean, you said he looks like yeah. ET. There's the Phone finger. Home. Phone home. How many guys does he have on those rosters, bro? Didn't he take a shot once at WCW? How many people? Oh, had? God, yes. Oh, my God, bro. All right, let's go to Dave Meltzer. This was sent in by Francesco Castano, and he's talking about one of the recent Dynamite ratings. On Wednesday, when AEW did the 0.24, I thought, oh, my God, it's terrible and all this. And it, as it turns out, they finished higher in the standings than they finished in months. You know, they were um, they were fourth in entertainment for the week. Jeff, and all, really- all that means, let me explain to you what all that means. All that means is less people were watching other television that week. In, in other words, the loyals that always tune into AEW no matter what, tuned into AEW, but less people were watching television that week for whatever reason. That's why, bro, it's basic math. The the number was lower, but it was actually higher in people that were watching TV. Yeah, bro, because less people were watching TV that week. It's simple math. Yeah, he gets into that. Fourth in entertainment for the week. And really, you know, you could argue third because the show that beat them um, in that spot, it had, uh, which was um, what was the Real Housewife, one of the Real Housewife shows there on Wednesday. It had, um, what was it? Uh, I think it was 4,000 more viewers but it was in 2 million more homes. So on an actual real ratings percentage, um, Dynamite actually beat them, you know? so the- They didn't beat them. They're fourth. But he's trying to say, well, they're actually third, even though they got 4,000 less viewers because the other show's in more homes. The only shows Dynamite for the whole week in entertainment didn't beat were, were Raw, obviously, which did phenomenal um, last week. And um, what was the other one? There was a Roy's doing one point eight million. Yeah, but now he has to say it's phenomenal because the number's higher than AEW. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, ninety day fiance episode that did a point two eight, which was number two. And I mean, if you look at some of the, you know, a lot of nights like point sixteen, point fifteen, we're leading the we're leading the night. I mean, the reality is is that there were not a lot of people watching television this week across the board. Bro, you know, Glenn brought up a very interesting point to me that we never, ever talk about. He brought up a very interesting point because a lot of times Glenn will say to me, you know, we'll talk about shows that we're watching, okay? Bro, none of these shows we're watching are on cable. There's nothing on cable, bro. There are no good shows on cable anymore. All the good shows are on streaming services, every single one of them. So when you're trying to toot your own horn about, oh, bro, we we were fourth in the night on cable. What's on cable, bro? He tells you what's on cable. Bro, 90 Day Fiance is on cable. Uh, the the uh, Vanderpump Rules. What the frig is on cable TV in 2023, bro? You tell me. They're competing with all this crap. So if they are good, they should easily win. win. Of course. Of course, bro. There's nothing on cable. 
All right, let's go to the Ring of Honor scrum. Yes. All right. Finally, bro. Finally. This was sent in by Gabe Tuff. Now it's Athena. Of course, Tony Khan's sitting there. And don't look at Athena. Look at Tony Khan. Be a great match, the rubber match for the world title in the main event. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Corey Lee with the Wrestling Observer. <laughs> what, a, what a what an oddball whack job, bro! Like, what the what is he doing? What was he, uh, bro? Seriously, we, bro, I, bro. I was watching. There was this big hearing today with that with that government whistleblower who basically says, "Bro, I know where the UFOs are." I know where the bodies are. I I can give I I will give you specific names as soon as this is over. Bro, I swear to God, if 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 news broke tomorrow morning, we woke up and it was discovered that like Tony Khan what was literally an alien. Serious level. I Jeff, I think you the you and I would be the least two surprised people based on how we've seen this guy act for the last. Nobody acts like this, bro. He's he's literally acting like he's on it from another planet. He looks like a baby drinking a bottle. <laughs> go go back, bro. Go back. I want to watch this again. Yeah, because then he can then he'll make some awesome faces. Is this it. this ain't the Athena that was on WWE? Yeah, was Ember it? Moon. Ember. Oh, this is her. Yeah. Okay. All right. For the world title in the main event. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Corey Lee with the Wrestling <laughs> Observer. Um, Jeff, come on, man. Does, does he not like look like, man, I'm, I'm really not of this earth, but I can't let anybody know, so I, I got to try to fit in and do what they do? Come on, bro. Uh, Corey Lee with the Wrestling Observer. Um, there was a couple spots in the match that were almost like little love letters to the women of honor in regards to who came before. Um, was obviously that was that was Could, meant to be Jeff. I got to tell you um, something. God bless. The- God bless Double J. God bless Double J because Double J is like such a he, he bro. He's a professional worker. I, you know, I mean, with, with, with Jerry and like Double J is, bro, I would ne- if I could never, ever work for this guy because I would never be able to keep a straight face around them. I, I wouldn't. Jeff, I would not be able to do it. And, and it would just be a matter of time before he, he catches me like ro- rolling my eyes at somebody else. There's no way, bro, I would be able to work with this guy and not sell it. No way. All right, let's let's uh, let's go to Wade Keller. This was sent in by Matthew Ortiz. Now he's reading an email from a listener about the Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame. Oh, it is a wrestling. So, oh, the, okay, okay, so about, okay. Keller's reading from a listener an email about Meltzer's Hall of Fame. Okay. When you look at the positive impact the torch has had on the wrestling business over the last 30 plus years, I personally think Wade Keller is perhaps the most glaring, flagrant omission from the entire Hall of Fame ballot. 
True to its namesake, the torch has pushed so many positive changes by bringing light on, in, onto so much. From being in the courtroom every day for the McMahon steroid trial, to upending WCW leadership by exposing the bigotry of Bill Watts, to holding ECW accountable for butchering an underage kid, to taking hard looks at issues like concussions and drug use, to calling out clear cases of racist and homophobic programming, Wade's 30 years of weekly and now daily coverage has had an absolutely enormous impact on how modern wrestling has evolved. I'd also, also argue that nothing has changed wrestling in the last 30 years more than the internet and Wade and the Torch pioneered so much of what modern wrestling coverage now looks like. Wade was doing insider national radio before anyone else. Before so the internet, this was Wade... sent into the Observer. And this was sent into Wade, apparently, by a listener. Okay. was amongst the first doing daily telephone hotlines. The Torch Talk was the first long-form insider interview series, and in many ways the precursor to the shoot interview boom that birthed companies like Ring of Honor. The first subscription-based internet wrestling site, The Torch. The first podcast, The Torch. In fact, the entire cottage industry of Conrad Thompson-style podcasts virtually revolve around wrestlers reacting to historical quotes from The Torch and Observer. Even Tony Khan grew up reading The Torch. With all due respect to Bill Apter, who was in the public face of the Stu Sacks magazines, but not necessarily a key guy, if Bill Apter is in, it's a crime that Wade isn't even on the ballot, remove The Torch from the landscape, and in my opinion, the industry is in a, all caps, totally different place. Todd, please make the case for, or against if you dare, Wade Keller is a clear <laughs> and obvious choice for the Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame. Now, Vince. Yeah. Does that sound like an email from a listener or a press release written by Wade himself? Oh, no to doubt. I'm, I'm, bro, I'm saying, I, bro, I was saying the same thing. There is no doubt in my mind he did not write that. that. Bro, the, 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 the biggest Vince Russo fan in the world is not going to know every single one of those facts. Absolutely not. One thousand freaking percent, bro. Wade Keller wrote that himself. And what what's sadder than that is, bro, I could understand if he was writing something like that. And we're talking about the WWE Hall of Fame. The the Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame. Is that important to you that you're going to write a press release about yourself? Really, bro? Really? When, when when Vince McMahon was Booker of the Year and he didn't write one show that year? R- really, bro? That Wrestling Observer? Wow. Wow, bro. These 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 people so freaking badly need attention. It's it's really sad, bro. It's really sad that they just need to they need that kind of attention. They need to be glorified. They they need the accolades. It's 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 ridiculous, man. I want to share something with you this week that I received. Okay. Um, and and it's re- – bro, I swear to God, when I read this, I was like, holy shit. This was sent in by Larry Egner. Bro, this is from, guys, the Mayo Clinic. The Mayo Clinic, bro. Uh, this is on their website, mayoclinic.org. Now, guys – when you when you listen or watch this show, think of all the people we talk about. Think of you know what I think Disco's made a similar point. I'm not going to spoil what you're going to okay, say, yeah. but I think Disco has covered this before about dirt cheap people. I'm going to read this to you. Think of Sap. Think of Khan. Think of Meltzer. Think of Keller. Think of Ronaldo. Think of Johnson. Think of Shara. The list goes on and on and on. This is from guy the guys the Mayo 
clinic. Okay, I dare you guys. You got to sign up to Patreon, bro. Even if it's just to watch, hey, Ma, look, I'm doing a show in the basement. Even if it's just to watch it one time. Because Jeff and I break down an interview with Sean Sapp and Dusty Rhodes. I want you to, huh? Cody Cody. Rhodes. I want you to watch that interview. Now think of what, think of what I'm saying. I'm going to read it verbatim from the Mayo Clinic. Narcissistic personality disorder. This is the overview from the Mayo Clinic. Narcissistic personality disorder is a mental health condition in which people have an unreasonably high sense of their own importance. They need and seek too much attention and want people to admire them. People with a disorder may lack the ability to understand or care about the feelings of others. But behind the mask of extreme confidence, they are not sure of their self-worth and are easily upset by the slightest criticism. A yeah, narcissist- this is this is the same thing that Disco pointed out ba- a while back. He said this that a lot of the, he thinks a lot of the dirt sheet guys verbatim. Yeah, bro. A narcissistic personality disorder causes problems in many areas of life, such as relationships, work, school, or financial matters. People with narcissistic personality disorder may be generally unhappy and disappointed when they're not given the specific favors or admiration that they believe they deserve. They may find their relationships troubled and unfulfilling, and other people may not enjoy being around them. Treatment for narcissistic personality disorder centers around talk therapy also called psychotherapy. Narcissistic personality disorder affects more males than females, and it often begins in the teens or early adulthood. Some children may show traits of narcissism, but this is often typical for their age and doesn't mean they'll go on to develop narcissistic personality disorder. Bro, that is it in a freaking nutshell with these guys. In a nutshell, bro. Bro, remember how remember how Ronaldo carried on about how much I hated him? Remember yeah. that? Yeah, that, that is the thing. That's the main one because a lot of people fit half of that. They want attention and praise, but they don't act like morons over the slightest criticism. They do. Yeah. Yeah. That one little thing. Look at Sap flipping out, Meltzer. I don't think Keller's that way. I don't think Alvarez is that way. I think they have self-importance, but I don't think they have the they can't take criticism. Yeah, they, I, I I would agree with that. I would yeah, agree so with that. I think yeah. you and you and Disco should do an episode of timeout on that because he he brought up similar points a few months ago. Maybe we'll do the, that next week. Maybe we'll do that guy. next week. Okay. Yeah. All right, it's time for the closer. We're gonna go back to the Ring of Honor scrum. This was sent in by Gabe Tuff, and something something happens to Tony in this clip. Not quite sure what. Maybe you can figure it out for Mark Davis to get cleared from his knee injury. We haven't really talked at all about the new Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champions. Well, bro, he just blinked. Go back up, bro, because we never see that. Let, let, let people see that. The real Tony can blink. Watch this. Very, this very, very significant. Right there. Injury. We haven't really talked at all about the new Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champions. Yeah, that's, two. that's two blinks already. Yeah. 
All right, here we go. Champions, I thought the four-way match was excellent. Excellent match. And... It meant a lot to have Shibata. Is he choking up because he's talking about a match that was excellent? I don't know. What do you that, mean? No, that's exactly what I, he's he's choking up yeah. thinking about a wrestling match. Yeah, I couldn't tell if he was about to cry, if he lost his voice, no, if he was gasping. No, prepared. no, no, bro. He's thinking about the match and he's about to cry. Oh, play that he was back, for bro. Mark Davis to get cleared from his knee injury. We haven't really talked at all about the new ring of honor you know that is possible if he's talking about the same match because we will have a clip coming up on our patreon episode where he almost is in tears talking about one of the wrestlers what? i wonder if this is the same thing i think was waiting for mark davis to get cleared from his knee injury we haven't really talked at all about the new ring God, of honor world tag pretty, team I've, I've not noticed this before because this freezer for a second there's so much to take in uh bro he's got some Dumbo like ears, bro. Like I, 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 ne- I never noticed. Like he's, got, he's got some good size ears for that head. All right, go ahead, bro. Let's watch him cry. Yeah. It's all about the new Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champions. I thought the four way match was excellent. Excellent match. And nah, that's 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 that that's you're about to cry, bro. But but after he takes a drink, he's fine. It meant a lot to have Shibata. But okay, now. Shibata is the guy that he's in our Patreon clip that he's about to cry talking about. So maybe you're right because it was like, he goes back to normal. Was he losing his voice at first? That's what I thought. He's about to cry. I don't know. Let's do it again. What do you think? It could be. Can I tell you what I'm starting to think the more I see of this? Yeah. It's an act. He's he's acting like he's about to cry because of the match was so good. Yeah. And bro, look at the way. He doesn't even put the bottle back to drink out of it. Like the bottle is fake. Drank it. Yeah, the bottle is parallel. The bottle is parallel. Yeah, because he had it up pretty high in that other clip. We saw the baby bottle before. Look at the bottle here. It's it's bro. Who drinks like this? Yeah, you couldn't even. Right, you get right. You'd be like, this is all a dog sticking your tongue out trying to get water. He's acting like he's gonna cry because the match was so good for Mark Davis to get cleared from his knee injury. We haven't really talked at all about the new Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champions. I thought the four-way match was excellent. Excellent match. And... Just one second. He did it get meant a lot stick. to have Shibata. Bro, 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 hold on. Hold on for a second, Jeff. Because I, 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 I've been in this situation a million times. I've seen a million athletes in this situation. A million. Bro, when somebody is up at a press conference, I've done it myself on this show uh, many times. When, when you're about to cry, who reaches for a drink of water? That's a good point. That's not what you do. When, when you're about to cry, you say, give me a minute. And you try to compose. You don't get a drink of water. The water is for the effect. No, you you don't do that unless they do that from the planet he's from. (laughs) 
I don't know, Jeff. Maybe the planet he's from, if you're about to cry, you got to drink a, a, a sip of water and it goes away. I don't know. I can't tell if that's his lip or his tongue on this freaking <laughs> You got to stop, bro. Bro, come on. Wait, hold on. Now. <laughs> oh, man, hold on. You got to go back now. We got to try to figure out if this is lip or his tongue, if he's, if he's French kissing the bottle or something. Let's see. This. It's his That's lip. his lip. I told you he's doing – I told you the last show he's doing the, uh, the injections in the lips now. Yeah, but, man, the way he drinks is so dramatic with the gulping and the swallowing. <laughs> <laughs> this freaking guy and people say uh your detractors say we want aew to fail i don't want to lose this no, oh my god are you freaking kidding me bro if, if we didn't have these bro i swear to god i when, when when i do this show with jeff and i don't i have no idea what jeff has at all i'm just i'm just sitting here g- give me give me a clip Give me a clip. Give me a clip. Just show me a clip. I just want to see a clip. Oh, my God. That is 100% acting and really bad acting. Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champions. I thought that four-way match was excellent. Excellent match. And Bro, hold on. Hold on. There's another theory. Let's, let's back okay. up again. I got another theory. Let, let, we, got, we might have to look close. That... that- gaspy gulp thing he did does look phony now that you pointed it out but hold i don't on. know if i'm looking for it so it looks more fake i got another theory i got another theory does a fly fly into his mouth <laughs> that's why he needed the water to wash let's look does they let's, let's see if there's something flying around the neighborhood that flies directly as well because bro his eyes kind of Pop open wide, bro. Bro, you know the feeling when a bug flies in your mouth. It's like the worst thing in the freaking world. Because his eyes pop open like. So let's see. Let's see if we could see a, an insect. For Mark ahead. Davis to get cleared from his knee injury. We haven't really talked at all about the new Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champions. I thought the four-way match was excellent. Excellent match. And- bro. If he did, he swallowed it. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. I think, a, I think a fly flew into his mouth. I gotta wash that down. Excuse me a minute. Oh, that was gross. One second. There, you know what though, bro? There's it meant a lot no, to have. Again, going back to the alien uh, theory, there's no way, bro, a fly would fly in your mouth without you gagging. Like, come yeah, on, we or like or doing all, some weird. Yeah, bro, thing. we've all that. Ha- we've all had that happen to us, and there's no way you're not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's no way. Yeah, <laughs> wow, that's true. Who who sent that in? The uh, Gabe Tough. That was man, freaking Gabe. We got to give Gabe's. Gabe's got to get some kind of an award or something. Gabe's freaking clips, man, like off top notch, man. What a great, great clip, bro. Well, if you guys would like to submit clips, also, you can do so to me. The only place I take submissions is to Jeff Lane's email at gmail dot com. Tweets, please include both a link and a screenshot to the tweet video and audio clips, make them around 30 seconds to a minute or so and MP3, MP4 files, Jeff Lane's email at gmail.com. And guys, I'm telling you, man, I'm telling you, if you are fans of this show, you, you gotta, you gotta watch the Cody sap interview guys. I'm telling guys, even if it's for a week, even if it's just for a week, it's this is un- what sap does after he asks yeah. the question. Yeah. It's <laughs> unbelievable. How 
badly Sap wants to be buddies with Cody, bro. It is unbelievable. Check that out, guys. Patreon.com forward slash Russo TWC. All right, everybody. That is it for me, Jerry, and the Marks. We'll see you next week. Oh,